You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, anybody listening live right now on iHeartRadio, listening live on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We got a good show for you. It is a Tuesday, and as always, I'm joined by my man, the Manimal Chris Bavona. He's on the one and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam. We're getting ready to blow up like a Samsung 7 on a Tuesday. And if it's a Tuesday in the football season, you know what it is. We're going to have to talk waiver wire ads. We're going to talk fab budget. All right, I'm going to tell you at all the positions, the guys that are the hot ads, and if I think they're worth your waiver priority, if they're worth your fab budget or not. There's some that definitely are, and there's some that are fugazi that you need to forget about for week six and beyond. We got a poll question up right now on Twitter. Twitter that's going at the same exact question, okay? Who would you spend your fab budget on? Who would you spend your waiver wire priority on for week six and beyond? My options are Marlon Mack, the kid out of Indianapolis. Do you think he will eventually supplant Frank Gore? There's also Matt Breida out there in San Francisco. He got the lion's share of the work in San Francisco, not Carlos Hyde. Is that a trend that will continue? Also, as you know, the Giants wide receivers have been decimated. So what about a guy like Roger Lewis? Roger Lewis is only owned in 1% of leagues right now. On the good side, he's going to get some opportunity. On the bad side, the New York football giants travel to the no-fly zone mile high in Denver this week. So we're going to put those on the scale and see if it works out for you. And as always, we will answer your calls. You know the number to call. It's 844-843-6879. We're going to open the phone lines a little bit later on. We also have the rare trade in the NFL that went down today to discuss. And a last quick note for you. NLDS Game 4 between the Nationals and the Cubs has been postponed in Wrigley. I think that sets up very well for the Nationals because now that everything is pushed back, listen, the Nationals need to win two games in a row against the defending world champions to make it to the NLCS against the Dodgers. But here's the beautiful part. They're going to be able to start Steven Strasburg and then Max Scherzer in those two games. If it gets that far, that is definitely an upgrade over Tanner Roark, which is what they were planning to run out at Wrigley tonight. All right, so like I said, we got a poll question up. We're going to take your calls later on in the show at 844-843-6879. I'm going to give you my recap and my takeaways from Monday Night Football. The kid Mitchell Trubisky made his debut last night. I'm going to tell you what I'm taking away from that game. And like I said, we are going to focus on the waiver wire, getting you ready for waivers to run on Wednesday. I've told you before, guys, if you're out there in Hawaii right now, hit me up because you're six hours behind me, I can use you at about you know 3 a.m. Eastern after waivers run, and it's still tonight out there in Hawaii. Holla at your boy. Maybe we could work some things out. All right, we dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speed right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. Ooh-oh! 
Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Tuesday. We're going to talk waiver wires. We're going to talk fab budgets. If any of these guys that are hot on the wire right now are, uh, you know, worth your time, worth your waiver priority. I got so many questions on Twitter. And first of all, thanks to everybody who shouts me out on Twitter, at Spitting Speeds. If you like what you're seeing on the YouTube link, hit that thumbs up, like button, subscribe. If you like where you are, where you're downloading your podcast, subscribe. So you get it all the time and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way you get just more than just spitting speeds, okay? You can get, you know, Roto Experts in the Morning. You can get Best Friends Forever. You can get the Fantasy Black Book. You can get On Target Fantasy, which won the award for Best Radio Show of the Year. Hopefully Fantasy Freestyle can contend for that sometime in the future. But what I want to do is I want to give you the news and notes from around the league right now. First of all, remember I told you that the Bucks were working out some new kickers? Well, they have, in fact, signed Patrick. Patrick Murray. Sounds like they did that late yesterday. Looks like Nicky Folk is done, just like we thought he would be after he cost the Bucks that game on Thursday Night Football. Also, if you saw last night on Monday Night Football, Sam Bradford, man, I feel sorry for him, man. He's been injury-plagued his entire career. He tried to go out there, tried to tough it out, and you could tell he was just not right. They made the switch to Case Keenum, and Case Keenum did, in fact, lead them to a road divisional win. I think it's going to be Case Keenum for the foreseeable future. Sam Bradford does not look healthy. I also saw an interesting tweet from Robert Griffin III, of all people, being like, yo, they need to take him out. Trust me, I've tried to play through this. It's not good. I thought it was kind of ironic that even RG3 would be tweeting about that. The other thing as it relates to the Minnesota quarterback position, don't sleep now, but Teddy Bridgewater is going to get reevaluated next week, and there's a chance that he can come off the pup list. I think it's crazy that you maybe see Teddy Bridgewater before you see Andrew Luck. Also, there was a trade today in the NFL, and trades in the NFL do not usually happen. I don't know if you've heard already, but the New Orleans Saints have traded Adrian Peterson to the Arizona Cardinals for a conditional draft pick. I tell you what, I now even love Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram more. I think it was trying to force a triangle peg into a square hole out there in New Orleans. It's a better scheme fit in Arizona, but he's still behind a bad offensive line. I don't really think Adrian Peterson is the answer, but I give respect to the Cardinals for trying. I still believe Andre Ellington is the back to own in Arizona, especially in PPR formats. Packers head coach Mike McCarthy says that Aaron Jones has, quote-unquote, earned more work. I think, listen, 
I got that wrong. I acknowledge that. I thought Jamal Williams was going to be the kind of next man up, the guy who would have a chance. That did not happen. It is Aaron Jones. However, Ty Montgomery is going to be back eventually. But the fact that they say now that Jones has earned more work, I think this is bad news for Montgomery owners. Montgomery was one of those backs in the first three or four weeks of the season that was getting literally like 90 to 95% of the snaps for his team. And if he now is one of these backs that, like most others, is in a committee of some sort, I think that deflates the value for Ty Montgomery. So keep an eye out on that. Hugh Jackson has says that he is, uh, well, He didn't officially announce it, but he said that benching Deshaun Kaiser might be good for him. I think he's going to wind up firing up uh, Chris Hogan for Cleveland this week, and I actually think that helps some people in that lineup. We'll get to it a little bit later on when I talk about my hot ads. Kevin Hogan under center for Cleveland, likely coming up this week for the Browns. Also, in Buffalo... Excuse me, in, in Los Angeles with the Rams, Sean McVay is saying that they're going to try and scheme Sammy Watkins some more targets, okay? Here's the problem. They got Jacksonville next week. And, you know, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Bouye on the corners. Remember, teams have tried to go, instead of attacking their corners, going in the middle of the field. And I told you a couple of weeks ago that when the Rams do that, Jared Goff looks for Cooper Cup and he looks for Todd Gurley out of the backfield. Tyler Higby also gotten a little bit of play over the middle of that field. Big Ben. Listen, they were talking about like, oh, does he have it left? Is he is he fully invested in playing anymore? Does he want to retire? He came out, said that, listen, he still thinks he's one of the best quarterbacks out there. And that was kind of like rhetorical sarcasm that you heard, kind of stream of consciousness frustration that you heard him right after the game, pondering, wondering if he didn't have it as more. I actually wouldn't be shocked if Big Ben turns around and puts it in everybody's eye this week against Kansas City. More on that as we break down the spotlight games a little bit later on in the week. Also, Tom Brady on the injury report did not practice today because he's got a sprained shoulder. It's his non-throwing shoulder, so everything will be fine. But I think this is more to my point. If you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle now, even since last season, I told you my narrative on the Patriots and Tom Brady. I told you that I thought eventually one of these edge rushers, the Justin Houstons, you know, the uh, Khalil Max, the Von Millers, was going to get to him. This is still a 40-year-old man. I don't care how many avocados he eats. And listen, they're giving up. That offensive line has given up more pressure. He's getting more hits than he had previously. Tony made a great point on Lineup Block Live. Tom Brady was picking himself up off the turf in Tampa a lot on Thursday, and that was a team in the Bucks that hadn't really gotten a lot of sacks. They had something like one sack for the rest of the season, but they got three against Tom Brady. So keep an eye out on that injury, and if eventually you know, it becomes a problem for TB12. Also, Sterling Shepard, he's in a walking boot. He's going to be a long shot as well to play against Denver. Okay, So that means they might be firing up Roger Lewis as their number one wide receiver. Okay, let's keep it a move in here on the Fantasy Freeze where you know we drop stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. I want to tell you about my takeaways from Monday Night Football real quick. First of all, never fails. Did you see how the announcers jinxed um, the Vikings yesterday, talking about how the Bears have not had a pass play over 30 yards, and then literally, like two plays later, the Bears, that's when they had their fake punt for a touchdown. The punter, Pat O'Donnell, hit up Ben Cunningham literally right after the announcers said it. I thought that was funny. I also, listen, I told you yesterday, and I, you know, it's another shot called by your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. I told you that Jarek McKinnon would be the Vikings back to own over Latavius Murray now that Dalvin Cook is gone for the rest of the season. Latavius 
Kentavious Murray looked just like I said. He looked like just a guy. They gave him the first shot. But this is clearly going to be McKinnon moving forward. And McKinnon could be something of a threat in the passing game as well. The question is, can he kind of hold up? He's in the same breath as the guys like Darren Sproles, the Danny Woodheads, the Chris Thompsons, the Shane Vereens. Will he be able to hold up to the rigors of being the lead back for the Vikings? So I think Lat Murray will still be involved. But you want Jarek McKinnon if you're looking for a back in Minnesota. On the same tip. I think it's time I think it's time to hop off the Tyree Cohen train. Big shout out to my boy Emery Hunt who was on him before week one and boy did he impress in that outing. But since then, it looks like he's been relegated to kind of this decoy, this gadget play kind of stuff. And you know, he had seven touches for seven yards on this. I think people were a little too quick to jump off Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is still an R B two with a team that is going to want to run the ball to protect their rookie quarterback, but Tyree Cohen is just not getting the the touches. He's not getting the work that he did early in the season. I think he can start to downgrade to Rick Cohen. The last thing I'll tell you guys, and I said it last hour as well, don't get it twisted. If you're playing this Sam Bradford Case Keenum game, I'm talking about two quarterback leagues, super flex leagues, where you could put a quarterback in that flex spot and then pretty much every quarterback is owned. Go out and see if Teddy Bridgewater is owned. Because they are going to reevaluate Teddy Bridgewater next week, and he is eligible to come off the pup list after that. And if they're still going back and forth, Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford, Case Keenum, I think Teddy Bridgewater could be an answer. And he's got, you know, he's got the weapons. He's got an improved offensive line. Could be a name to keep an eye on. I wouldn't be surprised if later on in the season it's actually Teddy Bridgewater under center for the Minnesota Vikings. And the last thing I say is, yo. Did you guys see that two-point conversion? That two-point conversion was absolutely ridiculous. They're breaking out plays from the college game that we have not seen before. I love the creativity there on that two-point conversion, a little like tight end reverse option pitch. I think that was pretty cool. Trubisky, it is still a work in progress, but he also he showed some good things. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're here on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, Bees, the spitting statistician. We're going to go into the tight – we're going to go into the hot ads, the waiver wire stuff when we come back because we're up against the break okay but when we come back we're going to do a couple of things I'm going to tell you about the running backs and the wide receivers that I like that I think you can spend some waiver uh, some fab budget or your waiver wire priority on when we come back but before we go to break let me tell you something at the tight end position, do not believe in Ed Dixon. Ed Dixon is 6% owned. He had a big-time game uh, last week against the Lions for the Panthers. That is not sustainable. Ed, Gidson, Ed Dixon had his career day. Okay, It's actually Funchess, I think, that's going to play that role, if anything. Remember, Funchess was the tight end at Michigan you know, kind of back in the day. Do not believe in Ed Dixon. Do not go chasing those points. I do believe, though, that this Austin Safarian Jenkins thing is real. He's getting consistent targets. Okay, he's averaging over six targets per game in his return now for the New York Jets, and he got a touchdown last week. Okay, I think um, he's going to be someone who could be like a consistent guy. You know, maybe around tight end ten to fifteen, but in the streaming conversation, I'm going to say the same thing about Zach Miller. You saw him get a touchdown yesterday. I think remember with the new rookie quarterback, if they want to go away from the backs, the tight end might be someone they look to. Zach Miller is only fourteen percent owned, so if you need a tight end because because maybe you lost Charles Clay or you got some other guys on by and the pickings are slim out there. Zach Miller could be a guy. When we come back, I talk hot ads at the running back and at the wide receiver position, and then we open up the phone lines, 844-843-6879, and you could be dropping stats with speeds right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. 
These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're still dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Beats, the Spitting Statistician. I got Chris Bavono with me, the manimal holding us down. I know we got some phone calls to get to as well here at 844-843-6879. But before we get to the phone lines, what I want to do is I want to give you my perspective on some of the, you know, waiver wire, most uh, most added players at your uh, running back and wide receiver position. Set the stage. This way it can kind of help. This way if you have the question on the line, you've already received my answer. Let's start. Eh, let's start at the wide receiver position, okay? And I'm looking at guys that are, you know, under, say, like 65% owned, that are kind of low, that are still potentially available. I'm not going to give you guys that are obviously going to be taken in your leagues. But I, I do want to throw out, I mentioned the Devin Funches thing before. He's available in uh, 35% of leagues. If, if, if this Panthers offense is evolving in the way that it might be, you know, with Cam starting to understand the more West Coast scheme, if he's starting to get healthy again. And without Greg Olson, Devin Funches could, in fact, play that role. I'm, I'm not super high on him because I don't think that the talent is, is you know, through the roof. But remember, it's really about opportunity, and there may be opportunity in this evolving offense. Go ahead and check out Devin Funches. It is available. Also, I mentioned it before uh, for the Giants, Roger Lewis. Roger Lewis is only 1% owned, right? But this week, I mean, for the rest of the season, no Odell Beckham. No Brandon Marshall. For this week, it's looking like no Sterling Shepard. He's in a walking boot. They're up against Denver, though, in that no-fly zone, right? But at some point, if you need them that bad because you got some buys or stuff like that, you know, if, if, if you had, you know, A.J. Green and he's on a buy, if you had Doug Baldwin and he's on a buy, then you need a wide receiver. Roger Lewis will be a number one wide receiver this week as the Giants travel to Denver. I mean, Sterling Shepard is only 63% owned, and he's actually the play in season-long leagues if you could get through this week because when Shepard's back, he'll be the number one guy, and he actually has the skill and talent to go along with it. Okay, Nelson Aguilar is at 31% owned. I'm not high on him. I got to tell you, he had a big play a couple of weeks in a row. That's what's going on. He's getting big plays. Outside of the touchdown, he had three catches for 21 yards otherwise. And now there are so many options in Philadelphia between Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, whatever backs are out of the backfield, whether it's Smallwood or, you know, even LeGarrette Blunt, I guess. You know, I, I don't know if, you know, Aguilar or someone, don't expect what you've seen in the last couple of weeks, okay? He may be a piece of that offense, but it's not really that big of a piece. And a lot of people continue to ask me about Wolf Fuller. I'm telling you, if you went out and got Wolf Fuller, great for you because he has two touchdowns in each of his last two games. 
But that ain't going to keep up, okay? That's not going to keep up. Deshaun Watson is not going to throw five touchdowns every game. Okay, Will Fuller is not going to catch two touchdowns every game. There is still DeAndre Hopkins out there. I kind of like the tight end Ryan Griffin as well. I think he's similar to Aguilar in the way that he is touchdown dependent. And if he doesn't get that touchdown, you're going to be pissed off when you started him. So that's me on the wide receiver, Tot adds. Let's talk about the running backs because I think that is interesting. There's a couple people I would, in fact, invest in at the running back position. And it starts with who I just said. It's Jarek McKinnon, okay? Jarek McKinnon is only owned in 31% of leagues. Watch that percentage skyrocket over the next couple of days. It is clear to me that he, not Latavius Murray, will be the back to own in Minnesota. And McKinnon is the one who can get you something in the past game as well. So especially if you're in a PPR league, go out there and grab Jarek McKinnon. I would spend my waiver priority on him. I told you about this before. It's just another shot called by your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Also, I like Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack could be a thing, especially in the second half of the season. He's only 8% owned. Listen, Frank Gore is not going away. Frank Gore is still going to be there, but I think this is a legitimate timeshare. Gore had more carries than him, 14-9. But listen, you know, I, I've said it before. Running back is a young man's hustle, and one thing that Frank Gore is not is a young man. I wouldn't be surprised if Marlon Mack has a bigger share of this offense when you need him in the fantasy playoffs. Also, Aaron Jones. Okay, Aaron Jones is 57% owned. You now need to go out and get him, okay? I was wrong on him at first. I thought Jamal Williams was going to be the guy, but Aaron Jones is clearly the guy they like there in Green Bay. McCarthy even said he's earned more touches. He could be in a timeshare with Montgomery when he gets back. If he's still available, go get him. Also, 57% owned is Buck Allen. You may be seeing him in your league as Javorius Allen, but that's Buck that we're talking about. Listen, the Ravens they're kind of whack-a-mole at their running back position, okay? I mean, Terrence West is dealing with the calf. Um, you know, Alex Collins, I thought, should have been the back. I'm not as high on Buck Allen. If you need this kind of PPR-style back, give me Jarek McKinnon over Buck Allen. I do, however, believe that Matt Breida could be someone to look at. Okay, Matt Breida is only owned in 7% of leagues. I equate this similar to the Marlon Mack situation, okay? I think there could be a timeshare coming up soon. Shanahan, the head coach over there, said that they're going to ride the hot hand. And remember, Carlos Hyde is banged up. He had that uh, hip issue. He said that he, he's feeling it. He's not him 100% himself. I can see Matt Breida getting a little bit more work as the season goes along as more than just the hot hand. He actually outsnapped Carlos Hyde 35-33 to 33 in their last game. I don't think it's a full-on changing of the guard yet similar to in Indianapolis how Marlon Mack will be a piece but if you need a piece of a timeshare listen Matt Breida and Marlon Mack could be some guys Wayne Gallman is 36% owned but here's the thing in that offense why trust anybody if you're playing against the Giants now, what are you going to do? You know you ain't got to worry about their wide receivers like you did, so you're going to try and stop the run game. Those running backs are still running behind what I think is a blunt gut trash offensive line, so I, I'm not really on Gallman. Maybe in a dynasty league or something like that, but I would rather, I'd rather have McKinnon than Gallman. I'd rather have Elijah McGuire for this week, who's in for a big-time workload, especially if my guy Boom Boom Bilal Pow Pow can't go because of his calf injury. And then I'd be remiss if we didn't say – 
Adrian Peterson is owned in 42% of leagues. I tell you, eh, that's how I feel about Adrian Peterson. He has to show me that he still has something in the tank before I go and spend. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You don't always have to spend your waiver wire. It's okay, especially when there's so many injuries. If you got the number one or if you still have your budget, hold that as an asset for when you really need it because injuries are going to continue to happen. And there's going to be a little time later on in the season when you have buys, where you have injuries. It's not something you have to go to. All right, let's go to the phone lines right now. Let's go to the phone lines here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're talking waiver wise. We're talking trades. We're talking ads. I'm trying to help people get wins for week six. We start off with a friend of the show. It is Meatball. Meatball in California. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on? You and your boy Speeds. We're on the line. How you doing? What up, Speeds? Thanks for taking my call, man. As always. What's going on? Uh, so, okay. I'm hurting, man. I'm in a 16-team PPR league here. Okay. Big boys. And basic, basic, yeah. And so I started, I drafted Eifert, and mm-hmm. he's hurt. No yep. big no shocker there. And then always I picked hurt. up Croft. Always, I know. So I pick up Croft, but he's on a bye week. Yeah. And the waiver wire for tight ends is super thin. So I'm debating, do I pick up Kittles and Bits? Hmm. Listen, I, I was high on Kittle at the beginning of the season. Because if you remember, they, the, the 49ers traded Vance McDonald, right? And they traded Vance McDonald away to Pittsburgh to clear room for George Kittle. I am a fan of George Kittle, okay? But, I mean, I, I, you could probably do better. What else you got out there? Who else is out there? Uh, let's see. Njoku and... Dixon, I'm not big on Dixon. Don't go Dixon. Don't go Dixon. I think Njoku could be a little bit ahead of Kittle in my world, and I actually think that the change in quarterback to Hogan helps all the pass catchers in Cleveland. Remember, Cleveland's going up against Houston, who just got eviscerated last week. No J.J. Watt, no Whitney Merciless. Of your options, Meatball, it's not pretty, I'm going to tell you, but I would go Njoku slightly over Kittle. Hopefully that helps you out and you get a win when your Cincinnati Bengals tight end is on by. Thanks for the call as always, Meatball. Let's go on over now to uh, Sean. Sean is down there in Houston. First of all, congratulations to the Astros uh, out there if you're a big Astros fan. I don't know if you guys heard about Fantasy Freestyle. I actually called that the Astros would represent the American League in the World Series before the season ever started, and I had Jose Altuve as the AL MVP. Um, So hopefully you like that, but how can I help you in football, Sean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sports Illustrated called it, what, three years they ago? Did, they we did. They had it the 2017. Absolutely. Absolutely right. <laughs> uh, how can I help you for week uh, six here, Sean? Uh, so we got a trade analysis here. Someone's offering me LaShawn McCoy and Amari Cooper. And I would be giving up C.J. Anderson and Chris Hogan. No. I want no part of either of the two players you're getting back. I, if you listen to this show, I t- I've, I've been down on Amari Cooper for a while. Crabtree is the best wide receiver out there in Oakland. Cooper has drop issues, man. And it's now starting to get to his head. And with Shady McCoy, listen, I love Shady McCoy, but here's the thing. 
They have nothing else in Buffalo. If you are a defensive coordinator playing against the Buffalo Bills, the one and only thing you need to do is stop Shady McCoy, okay? So I like C.J. Anderson. I like that much better. I do not go for the McCoy and Cooper side of that trade, okay? Have, sorry to tell you, Sean, but you need to not take the McCoy and Cooper side of that trade. I see you guys on the phone lines at 844-843-6879. We're going to get to you after the break. I'm up against it, so stay on hold, and you'll be able to drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, he's the spitting statistician. But also, let me tell you, if you haven't heard by now on this network, if you don't know, I'm here to tell you. We're partnering with DKMS all football season, okay? And what we're doing is... We're doing free DFS contests every week of the football season. If you win that, you go to the finals. If you win the finals, we're giving you two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. But the beautiful part about it is you don't even have to win the DFS contest to be a winner. You're still a winner because, uh, you know, you can learn a lot more about how you can help fight this disease. You could be a blood match. You could be a bone marrow match for someone who's struggling with this disease. And you could help save a life right here in a collaboration with the Fantasy Sports Network and DKMS. And also, if you listen to our DFS lineups, maybe you'll hit. All right, when we come back, I'm opening up the phone lines. We're going to help you out with waivers and trades right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. It's like one, two, three, most definitely quality. All right, yo. A little reflection eternal as we drop in stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. 844-843-6879. That's the number to call, and the phone lines are burning it up here. They're like liquid hot magma. So we're going to get out into it right now. I got Dan in New Jersey. You're up next on the Fantasy Freestyle. You got a question about the waiver wire. How can we help you? Hey, Dane. Uh, firstly, before I get to my question, I want to say, uh, how about them Yanks, right? Yeah, man. Coming on back. Uh, we're going to have to do it against Corey Kluber again tomorrow. So uh, it is a tall task. But, hey, I think we're up for it. Uh, I'll certainly be cheering for him. Yep. It should be a good game. Um, so, anyway, so I'm going uh, into this waiver uh, priority with uh, number eight uh, okay. in my standard league. I got uh, two free bench spots on my team, uh, so I wouldn't have to drop anyone. Uh, we spoke a little bit earlier on Twitter, and we figured out my running back situation about locking up the uh, a high situation, getting right. the back of getting Brita. Um, and then, so, um, but I just found out, I kind of just went to my t- um, waiver wire, checked out people that were dropped and what have you, and actually I saw that Newton was dropped last week, Cam mm. Newton. So I do have Matty Ice, and I just got uh, Deshaun Watson last week. So I don't know if I should drop one of them for noon and not worry about it or use the priority. or I don't know if I'll even get them at 8. But so here's the thing. No, no problem, Dan, and thanks for the call, and thanks for hitting me up on Twitter as well. Um, I don't think you need to put in a claim for Cam. 
I don't think you need to put in a claim for Cam. You have Matt Ryan, and you have the breakout campaign of Deshaun Watson that's going on, right? So here's what's going to happen. Let's say you did do that, Dan, right? And then you have Cam Newton, and you have Deshaun Watson, and you have Matt Ryan. Guess what's going to happen? Every single week, the best guy is going to wind up being on your bench. And every single week, you're going to be pissed off about it, okay? So, no, I wouldn't do it. And to be quite honest, when you're in the eighth level right now, in the eighth spot, I don't think it's going to wind, you're going to wind up getting him anyway. So, no, I still like Matty Ryan better than Cam. I still actually, Deshaun Watson's kind of at the same level right now. I would not burn the priority, okay, Dan? But thanks for the call, and let's go Yankees. We're going on down now. We got Jay in Ole Miss. Okay, Jay down there with the Land Sharks and stuff like that. With Kim Dichi and Treadwell and whatnot. Hey Jay, you're on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats with speed. How can we help? Man, what's up now? How you doing? Man, yeah, you I just wanna say I just wanna say, brother, you you be jamming real hard. You must be about my age. Because everything you be jamming, it be right on time. Bring all the memories back. That's what's up. That's I appreciate all. what we could do. You know how we do it over here. We're dropping stats over beats. We fill up your head, but your neck knows what's up also. All right? How can I help you out, Jay? Yeah, yeah I heard that. I heard that boogie down production. Check it out. Right. I got um, man, I lost, I lost Clay, right. I lost Olson, right, and I lost David Johnson. Wow. But you know what? I'm four and one. Good for you, you know? brother man. And I feel good. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm four. I've been, yeah, I've been listening to y'all. But uh, I got a running back question. I got two wide receiver questions. All I right, running back question. Let's go running back. What's up? I got Marshawn. I got Marshawn Lynch. Blunt, Buck Allen, Ellington, and Cohen. Who should I go with? It? Um, of your running backs right now, I think Legarrette Blunt is the best play because I don't think Wendell Smallwood is going to make it back in time for Thursday night football. Then I like Buck Allen I, um, and Andre Ellington, and especially in PPR formats. I'm not high on Marshawn Lynch, man. Marshawn Lynch has really not been doing it this. This year for Oakland for some reason I don't maybe he's not a fit there I'm not exactly sure but he goes to the end of my line I got Legarrette Blunt and then either Buck Allen or Andre Ellington um, at, in the two hole for you uh, Jay what about the wide receivers Okay I got okay in the in the two slot I want to know should I go with Garcon or Emmanuel Sanders It's interesting I like Garcon this week. I like Garcon this week. Remember, they got Washington, and Josh Norman is out with like a long, he like punctured his long, broke some ribs. So I think Garcon eats against Washington. And if you also remember, Garcon used to be on the Washington football team, okay? So I see it as a little bit of a revenge game. Manny Sanders going up against the Giants. The Giants have a decent secondary, and guess what? The Broncos, I believe, are going to be up big in that game because the Giants' offense is blunt guts trash. So I don't think they're going to be throwing the ball much. Give me Pierre Garcon. Garcon there. And Jay, thanks for the call, baby. Early 90s hip-hop all day. We now go keep it down south. We go to Jay. This time is in San Antonio. Jay in San Antonio, you're dropping stats over beats with the spitting statistician. What's good? Hey, what's up, man? I need some help real quick. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, so I got a trade question. So Jay Jai is really killing me. I used to be a Jay Cutler truther, but, you know, that's because of my Denver roots. But, oh, well. Anyway, so should I trade Jay Ajayi for T.Y. Hilton? Sure. Sure. I like that. I mean, I don't know what the re- – what, uh, what are the rest of your running backs? Because if you're losing Ajayi, you still need to have other running backs that you could start on a week-to-week basis. So who are your other running backs? 
So I just have Kareem Hunt, and I'm thinking about flipping Tyreek Hill for uh, what's his name, uh, Johnson, Duke Johnson. Sure. I like everything you're doing. I like that you don't want to be hev- too heavily invested in the Chiefs, right? So if you can get Duke out of the deal, then that frees up a Ajayi. Yeah, the T.Y. Hilton explosion is coming, guys. Remember how much we said, people, you got to downgrade T.Y. Hilton because there's no Andrew Luck? Well, now you've seen T.Y. Hilton over the last couple of weeks, whether it's because he's building chemistry with Jacoby Brissett or because he's getting excited that it's about to be up all night to get lucky. I like that. I'm down on Ajayi, and I think Hilton's going to have a much better uh, rest of the season. So yeah, I definitely would make that trade thanks for the call jay out there in san antonio next up we go to it looks like oklahoma we go to oklahoma where the wind comes crashing down the plane aaron what's up you're dropping stats over beats here how can i help you out hey dane i want to give a shout out uh your demarco murray uh, suggestion with uh mariota being out yeah. that, that helped me this week so yeah. that brought that brought me up um <clears throat> all right so I got people on my bench that I'm willing to get rid of is Frank Gore, Rob Kelly, Belil Powell, and Matt Breida. An asterisk on Matt Breida because I own uh, Hyde, so I'm okay. not for sure about that one. But I got two people on my waiver wire that I'm looking at, and I don't know if I should drop them for these two or um, which ones I do. There's Jarek McKinnon and Buck Allen. And then the last thing is, is how? what's the best way to get a hold of you on uh, Twitter? And then that's it. No problem, Aaron. Obviously, you can holler at me anytime on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. At Spittin' Speeds, okay, on Twitter. Guys down there at Ventra, I don't know if we put up the, on the lower third or something. Put up that at Spittin' Speeds. Thanks for the look, Aaron. I'm glad that the DeMarco Murray play went well for you. I appreciate all the love, guys. I really do. You know, give me a follow on Twitter. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the like button on YouTube. Subscribe. If you download on the podcast, but to your question, Aaron, listen, you keep Brita, you keep Bilal Powell, in my opinion. I think Rob Kelly is the first guy to go, and I would, I would do it. I would do McKinnon for Rob Kelly. I would do that right now, okay? I would put in a waiver claim for Jarek McKinnon in place of Fat Rob Kelly. That's the way I would go, Aaron. I hope that I can continue to help you out throughout the fantasy football season. Our next call here, if you guys know about fantasy freestyle we got a friend of the show on the line it is my weekly conversation with taco in alabama hey taco did you see that last week it was national taco day i was hoping that you would call in on national taco day but i'm glad to be able to talk to you now how you doing man i actually tried to call in and i couldn't get through so all right well you're here now but man how can we how can we help you i'm good i'm four and one yeah so, uh, but i got some I got some wide receiver problems. I've uh, I've got Demarius and Fitz, but my third wide receiver I keep splitting out between Devontae Parker and whoever else I have. Right, and Parker's now so out with the ankle, right? Right, I'm looking to make a trade. I've got three stud running backs, and I don't know which one to give up for a stud wide receiver and possibly another piece. Uh, I've got... I've got Devontae Freeman, I've got Zeke, and I've got Kareem Hunt. Wow. With with Palmont and Aaron Jones on the bench. Really? Really. I love that. So, Taco, trade the Packers. Trade the Packers. You're not trading. Do not trade Devontae Freeman. Um, because also, here's the other thing, guys. And at this point in time, here's the other thing you guys need to consider. A guy like Devontae Freeman, one of the reasons I like him so much, Taco, is he's already had his bye week. 
Okay? So I think that's another little feather in the cap of uh, Devontae Freeman. But honestly, Taco, if you got Devontae Freeman, Zeke Elliott, and Kareem Hunt, you are good to go at running back. I would cast aside the Packers. I would dangle I would dangle uh, Ty Montgomery and Aaron Jones. Maybe even package him with Parker and see if you can get your wide receiver three there. Does that make sense for you, Taco? Trade the Packers. Keep Freeman. Keep Zeke. Keep Hunt. Trade the Packers. Gotcha, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Anytime, Taco. You know you're always welcome. Friend of the show. Sounds like we got a couple of more before we hit the break. Let's try and get them both in. We're going to start with Brian in Delaware. Brian, you're in Delaware. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Chilling, man. How can I help? All right. I have a um, quick question for you. I just want to – I guess a plug-in question. Sure. Um, it's a 10-team PPR. And um just want to read you my uh, – it's really from my flex spot. I had uh, Doug Martin coming back this week. Yep. And um, I was debating on whether I should uh, play Doug Martin or um, – I was thinking about benching Lamar Miller this week, um, you know, despite him having that one big game. Yeah. I feel like he's been, you know, kind of mediocre. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for the call, Brian. We're right up against the break, so let me tell you something right now. I like Doug Martin over Lamar Miller this week, okay? I like Doug Martin over Lamar Miller, not only this week, but I like him more uh, going forward. I like him more going all the way forward. I know Lamar Miller has the Cleveland Browns, which is a tasty little matchup, and Doug Martin instead has Arizona, which is a little bit more stout, but Dante, if you have Lamar Miller, you know Dante Foreman has starting to been getting carries in Houston as well. I think they're going to give Doug Martin the load and all work. I think Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz is done in Tampa. Give me Doug Martin, given that situation, and thanks for the call. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to check in on the poll, and we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, sees the spitting statistician. Come on right back on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. The New Orleans Saints have traded Adrian Peterson to the Arizona Cardinals for a conditional draft pick. I now even love Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram more. I think it was trying to force a triangle peg into a square hole out there in New Orleans. It's a better scheme fit in Arizona, but he's still behind a bad offensive line. I don't really think Adrian Peterson is the answer, but I give respect to the Cardinals for trying. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the YouTube live stream as well. One of the callers were asking today, how can you find me on Twitter? At Spittin' Speeds, okay? At Spittin' Speeds is where to go to find yourself. I got some people hollering at me right now with hashtag stats over beats. I love it. Give me a follow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I really try to respond back to people on your questions on Twitter. The hard time for me, though, and I'm going to tell you right now, guys, is when you hit me up over the weekend, like at the end of, like on a Saturday night or Sunday morning, it's real hard because I'm right here hosting Lineup Lock Live from 9 a.m. to kickoff every Sunday for the NFL season, okay? So if you want my last-minute thoughts, holla at me on air at 844-843-6879. But, of course, I'm going to try and help you out on Twitter as much as I can. I'm always there to help you with a follow, but it is at 
spitting speeds on Twitter. And I mentioned we got a poll question up right now talking about the, the topic of the day, which is the fat budget, the waiver wires for week six. The options I put out there are Marlon Mack, Matt Breeder, uh, Roger Lewis, or someone else. 46% of you like Marlon Mack and think that he could be, in fact, a thing as old man Frank Gore maybe rides off into the sunset. Remember, one of my theses about this is that it is a young man's hustle to play running back in the NFL. We got a couple of uh, comments as well. Fantasy Field Report says Buck Allen if he is available. I'm okay with that, but I would prefer Jarek McKinnon to Buck Allen if you have the choice of both of them like one of our callers did before. I told him to drop Fat Rob Kelly for Jarek McKinnon. Clayton Trahan, who's always a friend of the show, Responding to the poll says none of the above. This is not the week to go burning your priority. I, I kind of agree. Listen, because later on in the season, at some point, you're going to be faced with bye week issues or injury issues, and you're going to need it. Don't feel like you have to just because you're at the top of the waiver priority list. And also, Simon out there, what, what I believe may be the best response to a poll that I've seen this season. Simon at Simon Hack One. Says, uh, go and pick up Akeem Hunt on the Kansas City Chiefs and then convince your players or your, the people in your fantasy league that it's actually Kareem Hunt and try and get Akeem Hunt and flip him as though he was Kareem Hunt. I think that was very clever. Big shout out to Simon Hack right there on Twitter. Also, want to give a shout out to my boy Scotty on Twitter at Step Into My World. He proposed a nickname to me. I know you guys are loving the pop quiz, the boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow, the Stefan, can you digs it, the Kyle Rudolph, the Red Zone Reindeer, and the like. How about for the Minnesota Vikings wide receivers? We already got Stefan Can You Digs It. How about Adam? I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself because he's smelling himself so much. Adam, I'm feeling myself. I may have to use that, but I want to give credit to my boy Scotty out there on Twitter at Step Into My World. I like that. The Minnesota Vikings wide receivers are Stefan Can You Digs It and Adam, I'm feeling myself. Feel free to give me more suggestions on Twitter. At Spittin' Speeds is the place to go for your boy, Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician. When we come back tomorrow, it's going to be a Wednesday. Waiver Wire will have a ready run. Feel free to ask me your questions about sit starts, trades, and the like at 844-843-6879. Remember yesterday we ended the show with my boy Lin-Manuel Miranda and his always like, it's almost like praying to benefit Puerto Rico. Listen. And I think Bavona is going to use that a little bit as well as we keep it moving here throughout the fantasy football season. But, you know, I try to find the silver lining in things, and I got two uh, potential silver linings here. One is that I wouldn't be surprised if we see a mass migration from Puerto Rico to the state of Florida. And last I checked, votes in Florida are very, very close, and the Electoral College loves Florida. I wonder... If another, oh, I don't know, million Puerto Ricans go to Florida, might be a little bit different at the polls next time around. And also, my man Chris Bavona told me uh, Puerto Rico may uh, go to solar power. That could be very interesting. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about a whole lot more tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Beats the Spitting Statistician. I appreciate the love and the calls. I'll let your boy. I'll see you tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle.